Shuffle. Shuffle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Kill Shuffle. One more. No, 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 this is not the last. <laughs> this is not the last one. I'm Donald. I'm Dion. Um, and we are very much in the mid episodes of Kill Shuffle here. Oh, yeah. Let's hope it lasts forever. Yeah. Um, okay, great. So, as you probably already know, this is the show where myself and Dylan, um, who. Why do we, why do they people trust us? I don't know with our opinions I don't again. Think so. <laughs> I think they just hear us. And yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a Stockholm syndrome it's like, effect. What what kind of trust do you put in us? But uh, we listened to um, a few albums that came out this week or recently, and tell you what we thought of them, and then we look back at one uh, older release yeah. that we decide to list to go back to for some reason or other. Yeah, old for us. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So uh, so this week um, we are covering the new album from Quicksand mm-hmm. called Interiors. Mm-hmm. Um, the new album from Converge, The Dusk in Us, and the last new album is Hello Phantom by Gold Key. And then we're also going to look back at a re- relatively recent album, a 2014 album by Chromio called White Women. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. It 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 feels like it's been a while. Yeah, well, I think I think they're gearing up for a new album release, yeah. so it it's makes perfect timing. It yeah. makes sense to go back now and look at their last one. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Dylan, what's new with you? Have you done anything interesting this week before we kick off? Uh, nothing much. No new gigs yet. That's uh, a lot of gigs coming up in December. Yeah, but a lot of gigs, almost too many gigs, actually. No such thing. Well, there is if you have to like <laughs> not go to Vukovi in order to go to something else. Oh yeah, yeah. when is that actually? That's the same. That's the twelfth of December, I think. It's the same day as the Legend of Zelda Orchestra. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to go to that. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll try and cover like that. One of them I paid ninety quid for. So, <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Um, um, I went to see God as an Astronaut last night. Oh yeah. And uh, it turns out they got a new album coming in the next few months. That's which awesome. We are one hundred percent gonna I lo- cover. I loved the last one actually quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was it was fantastic. Um, yes. Highly recommend God as an Astronaut. But we're not here to talk about them. We are here to talk first about quicksand yeah so they've been gone for a while yeah well yeah i mean they, they kind of came back in 2012 yeah and it's been a while so kind of the story with quicksand is they are kind of one of the original bands to meld post-hardcore and metal that's kind of that yeah. was kind of their wheelhouse it was They're, similar thing to what what helmet did back in the day a right bit before helmet actually yeah a little bit before you, helmet you think it was a year splitting them but yeah yeah so i think their their first album slip came out in 1993 to the best of my understanding and then was followed up by uh manic compression 95 yeah. in 95 and then they came back i they they released a bit of a third album and unfinished yeah, I'm not sure if it was ever was ever actually officially released, but it has since circulated on the internet. I actually am so familiar with that, yeah. um, that th- quote unquote like lost third album. Yeah, um, have you heard it at all? Uh, not really. No. Um, no. The weird thing about me and, and Quicksand is I'm aware of them, and I've definitely listened to the, the to the, the two albums like a little bit, but. I think they suffer a little bit for their early 90s-ness. Like, their music is very much there, but I feel like their production is super hissy and tinny and stuff. Yeah, um, it's, it, it's, not, it's not Tool. I'll say that. No, it's not Tool. And it's not Failure it. either. Yeah. You know, what, fa- that's, what Failure were doing in 1994 with, um, mm. with uh, Magnified was, yeah. you know, you couldn't and really compare. Before, and even a bit before then. Yeah, and even yeah. and even a bit before then, but but regardless, um, Walter Schreifels, the singer, mm-hmm. has kind of gone on to do a lot of things yeah, in the meantime. So and he, many things. Yeah, one of which being my one of my favorite bands of all time, which is Rival Schools. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they've they've 
three i mean i suppose you really could say like similar to quicksand rival schools had one album um and then they have they have a second album which is kind of made up of like recording sessions yeah it was like 10 years between the actual comeback album right yeah and then and then actually yeah and then it was and then 10 years later there was uh pedals the the proper follow-up that was cool and they're three of my Really, honestly, my favorite album. I think he's. I think and, Tribal and, and is as, soon, and as soon as Rival Schools came back, or mm. yeah, Rival Schools came back. Sergio Vega, the bassist, mm. went on to help out, um, help out uh, Deftones? Deftones in two thousand and nine. Yeah, after after, after, after G, G died, um, died tragically. Yeah, and then three album. They he's had three albums with them. Yeah, so this is so that's kind of crazy. So like, it's all it's all kind of come full circle again. It's a bit. It does seem similar to the failure story in terms yeah. of like the members have gone off to do their own critically acclaimed and arguably quite genius things yeah. and now they've come back to their original unit yeah. um, and does this stack up with The Heart is a Monster by Failure? Yes. Yes it does. It absolutely does. Yes it does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it, aside from that the prefix all this is um, it, there's been a bit of a turbulent run up to bringing this out. Like well, it was yeah. teased in 2013. Mm. A lot of things happened, um, very, very low key stuff, um, and then, then I think it was late September, the guitarist got arrested for for um, yeah, shoplifting for or shoplifting uh, uh, drugs or just medicine. Yeah, not a good situation. No, it's, uh, so I think they've kicked him to the curb, and they're for now, yeah, as a, third, as a three piece. Yeah, it didn't seem in a um, very antagonistic way. It seemed like he was going, he was going back to get help. So. Yeah, and that's you know, good. And obviously, their heart like, is still there for him, which is good. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 you know stuff like that is difficult. Um, but I'm glad that they were able to overcome that, and this has not become another lost album. No, that yeah, that seems to be a Shrifle's thing. He, like I was reading through his Wikipedia, and he's got about six albums that were finished and never released. So I'm glad that this one was oh, finished crazy. and released. <laughs> like Devin Townsendism all over again. Right, right, um, right. Devin releases those albums anyway. <laughs> he does. De- um, yeah, Devin would never hold back content. But yeah, seeing from the behind the scenes videos recently, they they're having a laugh. They're still yeah. having fun, and they're ready to get this album out. Yeah, proper. this is this is like what we would have all hoped that System of a Down would do eventually. Yeah, you know, I don't think it may never happen now, but it's like a reunion should mm, yeah. should follow. Yeah. you know, with an album yeah. at some stage. As I say, if it happens, it will surprise us. Yes. We won't expect it. Yeah. What I love about this, just to kick it off, yes. is that I don't think this sounds like a 2017 album, but I don't think it sounds like a 1997 album or a 1993 album. This just sounds like one of those discoveries that you would make um, just wheeling around Wikipedia or Spotify mm-hmm. or something. And it doesn't... It's timeless, you know? Yeah. This just this just sounds like a hidden treasure. You know, yeah. it's it it's completely exists within its own bubble of yeah. uh, musical influences. I mean, and musical it, it has all the bedrock from when they started. Yeah, still oh, hundred percent. Yes, it does, and it has more. Yeah, more contemporary stuff, more stuff from rival rival schools, mm-hmm. Deftones stuff. Clearly there, mm-hmm. and it's all combined to make something very new sounding. Yeah, like ve- production wise as well. Yeah, will like will yip just to. Uh, yeah, I guess, um, you know, since production, you're talking about production, yes. like, we're talking about, uh, again, it's an unfortunate name, but Will Yip. <laughs> Sounds like, could be the title of a club night in Dublin, but yeah. anyway, um, he he is something of a celebrity producer for this scene. He's the longtime producer for Balance and Composure, mm-hmm. uh, Citizen, The Menzingers, yeah. Super Heaven, Turnover, and you want to know something fun? What? He mastered one of our favourite albums of the last few years, Finalists by Parish, oh, Semi-Finalists by Parish, yes, yeah. and... He produced Forever by Code Orange. 
Oh, which again is one of the best yeah, albums of the he year. He creates these smooth, warm records mm. that can be as heavy as you. Uh, he wants them to be as well. While yeah, like while retaining he, that mm. vibe. He's got he's got an incredibly good ear for where drums and guitars and bass and vocals all need to. Sit good for three piece stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, occasional four piece stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, but just just a really good. You know, he do, it doesn't have any a case of the the Butch Walkers from the Weezer album where <laughs> you feel like he doesn't understand the culture that he's stepping into. Like no. uh, Will clearly lives and breathes alternative rock mm-hmm. and that's what you hear on this album it's no frills the production is like super super clean but mm-hmm. everything just sounds massive yeah it's one of the best production jobs of the year actually yeah um, and you get that right from the off with Illuminant yeah it's amazing like um, Tool have had their whole, whole career in the span that mm. this album took to come out yeah that's crazy yeah. and you hear bits of bits of like Tool as well. Like, there's a lot of Lateralis and 10,000 Days. Well, even on that bass. first riff, I illumined that. I mean, you know, there's a little bit of I really Tool felt, there. I really felt that. Tool with the with the philosophy of Nirvana. That, you know, I, I, I did feel like yeah. I was in a bit of a time warp listening to this where I didn't know if I was listening to music from the future or the past or what. Yeah. It just, it's all in there. It's all mm-hmm. in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, and it never, it never it goes beyond the realm of of like palatable and accessible yeah I mean that's the, what I love just like tons of Queens of the Stone Age vibes as well there's yeah bit, I like, re- especially in the guitar like there's a deserty vibe to some of it I really only heard that on fire this time but yeah, yeah but, but I know there, what you're there, saying there, there, even the first the solo in the first song mm. there's like a like a, a kind of a um very uh inviting vibe without mm. having too much reverb and stuff yeah. while having a huge sound like that's very much a a statement that Desert Rock makes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, I think the problem is not the problem, but like my perspective on this is that I'm so bad into <laughs> Rival Schools that when I listen to the tracks, I almost rather than thinking of them as sounding like this band or that band, I'm like, oh, that sounds like the first Rival Schools album, and this mm-hmm. sounds like the second Rival Schools yeah. album. I think the second one is where most of this lives. Yeah, um, I, I still make a, sp- I can still make a split with that. Yeah. yeah, and then but then you bring it, and then on certain like that, that would be on songs like Cosmonauts and, and Under the Screw, and then obviously on, mm-hmm. on elsewhere on the album, you are bringing in other things. Yeah, but I think um, Walter Schreifel's voice is so distinctive yeah. and so unique, and like you know full disclosure I think he's one of my favourite vocalists ever he's definitely in like the top five for me um, because I think he can communicate emotions so well with just like the tone of his voice as well mm. as his lyrics and I, he's also got a great range and stuff yeah. like that so um, he does it well without not needing too much range as well yeah I mean sorry I mean he's got like an he, emotional range without necessarily he's, on, he's yeah. honest with his range yeah instead of a theatrical yeah yeah you yeah, may yeah. expect from I, 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 no, I wouldn't say Deftones, uh, but it's not as yeah, um, right. It's not as dramatic. Yes, but he's but he, it's all it's all super understated. But he's still able to communicate a feeling with um with his voice, yeah. which I think is cool. And that's even shown without vocals in like forward and fast forward, the two interval tracks. Yeah, yeah. Which is that what you're what we're calling them? Uh, that's what um Vega called them. Yeah, I think I, that, think, I think he was like, what what was what's your favorite track? And I was like, oh forward is like is that because I don't sing on it <laughs> and he laughed his shit off <laughs> that's so great. that's funny those are great names because it's just it's yeah. just like the, the, the greater than sign yeah know, yeah yeah. Um, and then two of them yeah. but uh, yeah this the two instrumental tracks which break it up really really nicely and um, yeah I don't know it's it's. It, I suppose it is very much a one work you what, know what, I, do you, what do you think about the pacing of it I think it's I think it's really well paced yeah you know varied 
yeah it doesn't I don't it barely lets up for a second I think there's only just two tracks at the end where it kind of um it, it goes down into maybe a lower gear for it, uh sick mind and what's the one after sick mind normal love no 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 sorry what's oh. the one before it then oh that's fast forward uh yeah yeah for fast forward and, and sick mind but but I don't mind that like yeah. I, I like when they go mellow it, it needs it it needs it yeah, yeah I agree yeah because fire this time and feels like a weight has been lifted I think are both very heavy yeah. tracks to kind of take the gas out of you <laughs> yeah they are they are yeah. and they have such I lo- I just think they've got a brilliant um sense of when to add not like atonal chords but but chords that don't necessarily fit with the, the key mm-hmm. they do that um in uh, the chorus of uh, what song is it now um I think it might be the second song um under the screw uh, yeah, under, under the screw, and warm and low, and under the screw, warm and low. And they're, they're a nice the couplet, actually. Yeah, I those think. those two, I was I would sort of put together, and yeah, they it, it's it's something that Nirvana did yeah. really really well, but they're doing it in a different way. So here. Warm and low reminds me of very early Deftones. Yeah, like it it almost could step into a rap rock kind of beat. Yeah, almost <laughs> at the start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it. Um, I didn't know what to expect, which I really enjoyed, which I, I'm really surprised by with a band like Quicksand. Usually, I kind of. Mm can expect things but this is this is very new this 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 is going to drive me right back to slip and man and compression to just to make sure that i'm i've given them the time they deserve because i think it, it this is just a fantastic album yeah they they th- three up themselves they have absolutely they have and and to be honest with you when i heard there was new quicksand coming out i was a little bit butthurt because it was like for me as, a, as rival a, what about rival schools you know because those guys have released two of my favourite records of all time but um, I think at the end of the day it's the Walter Schreifels show as we often say with singers mm-hmm. you know he is a key songwriter in all of this yeah. and his voice is such a huge part of yeah. uh, any band that he's involved with yeah. that I mean yeah it scratches that itch for me it really the, does I don't want to drive it in because we're doing quicksand but the comparisons between Ken Andrews career yeah. and Walter's career are quite similar yeah they are they are super distinctive voice um, clearly a musical visionary and sits in a similar place musically big side projects big side projects solo albums that you know haven't necessarily been yeah. huge headlines yeah the 2010 one I think was the one he released He's, they've, even, they've even also done production credits on you know he, I think Shreifel's worked with Title Fight who are a cool band yeah yeah um you know so it's yeah they have their careers have followed similar trajectories but I think we would both agree that they are at their best in their original bands. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I totally think so. Um, mm. Hard to say with Sergio as well. I think Sergio is a great. Uh, has learned so much from his career yeah. up to this. Yeah, uh, I think that's changed the scope of what Quicksand can now do. Yeah, no. Everything, what, everything, yeah. every member has done has clearly contributed to making this a more expansive album than yeah. it would have been otherwise. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful album. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. And yeah, you're right. And the ba- the bass tone in this is particularly fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think if Fire This Time just has that bluesy kind of swagger to it at the start, like almost like a classic rock swagger that mm-hmm. gives way to these huge reverby spaced out failure style chords. And mm-hmm. it's that, it's being able to balance those two things, like the traditional and the progressive that they do so well here. Um, and and you uh, can, this is the kind of album you can almost listen to in your living room without... Oh yeah, about killing the neighbors. Not no, not at all. I think like, this. This is that you listen. You can listen to this the same way you could, even to a greater extent, like the way you could anyone would put on Nevermind or whatever back in the day. Yeah. Like it's just this is like this is rock for the masses now. I don't know whether the scene is necessary. Like you know, I, I don't know whether the stage is necessarily set for this to to go huge the way it did 
for it's got, it's gonna, Nirvana back in the day. It's going to get as big as it can get for its yeah for its scene. But like. I'm kind of happy with you know there's the, yeah. the middle Rival Schools album is called Found, and it's a perfect name for that album because it's yeah. a, it's some it, it does feel like at this perfectly formed musical statement that you have just planned. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think it's the same for Interiors. You know, yeah. it's like. It's just this beautiful little orb of music yeah, that you it can. It feels like it's taken, taken. Yeah. They've taken care with yeah. with building this up. The only thing on this album that screams 2017 to me yeah, is that uh, in uh, in feels like a weight has been lifted. One of the lyrics is "new phone who dis." Oh yeah, <laughs> he just throws it out. I, ch- there. I chuckled a bit. He's actually. like, "This is a new phone. Who is this?" And it just goes into the chorus. You're like, chuckled. "Okay, so that definitely dates this at like 2015 or later." You know, there's yeah. there is no. A way that anyone was was <laughs> saying that in the popular lexicon before that, but anyway, uh, that was just a funny aside. But yeah, I think I think uh, it's it's absolutely great to hear Walter on an album again. That just makes me so happy. Yeah, and everybody, I think everybody here is is yeah. great inclusion. Yeah, every, everybody's done their part, and I'm really I really hope that I hope Tom can it gets better, and I hope they will yeah. go on the road and yeah. bring this show to Ireland. Oh God, yeah, could you imagine? Wow. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. I, um, I'd go to London to see this. Yeah, I can. I would consider it. I would certainly consider it, especially if I can get more into slip and manic compression. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, favorite track? Favorite track. Um, favorite track. It it differs quite a bit. I think uh, Cosmonauts affected me mm. the most. I was listening to that so much on the first day it came out. That's a really good call. Just couldn't stop. And I don't want to. The videos. I, yeah. be- the videos they put out for this is beautiful as well. Like the the kind of found historical footage. Yeah. I'll need to. I've got. I've looked at a bit of them, but I'll have to go and properly check them out. Um, Cosmonauts is a great shout, and that would nearly be mine. It changes every day, though. But That's I'm gonna. I'm gonna say, Normal Love, the last track. That's fair. Um, that's my least favorite. Oh, but wow. it's still a high bar. Yeah, it's still a really, really high bar. Um, because there's, I don't know, it, it kind of. It, it's not like the album Flatline, but it was like, okay, this is. Mm. There's no more craziness happening. It's still. Yeah. It's what we've built up to. So. But that's part of, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's absolutely oh, part that's, of the catalogue of stuff that I love. From, after listening to the album them. again and again, I get it. Mm. I now know the surprises, so I'm comfy with it. Yeah. Um, I'm giving this a 10. Heck yeah. So, 10. 10. Unanimous it's our 10. second per- perfect uh, across the board I mean, tens. I'm not going to kill myself if I give it a 9. <laughs> I'm, not a cr- I'm not a critic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's nuts. So, yeah, so... Uh, congratulations, Quicksand. You've released our only our second ever cross the board 10 out of 10 yeah um so as you probably know that uh, about a month ago we gave uh the end of shivering by and so much room of fire a straight 10 out of 10 and ago? it's yeah i think Jeez, so fuck. yeah and uh it's perfect scores across the board for quicksands interiors mm. listen to it you've absolutely no excuse listen yes. to it okay amazing that's gonna reappear at the end of the year i have no doubt yeah <laughs> as much as i'm sure our top 20s might differ so much at the 20 to 10 range I think mm. our fives might be similar the business end might be similar yeah. so let's um, well uh, you can Maybe. eagerly await that because <laughs> we will probably be taking a sabbatical for uh, December just to to work our way through all the yeah. stuff that's come out this year anyway what the fuck is next dude what the fuck is next is a little band from Boston called Converge oh yeah um, little band just tiny a little band. just a little teeny tiny tiny band uh this Converge are fun because it's they're a bit like you two and with Dublin. <laughs> go Converge are to Boston. Sure, everybody like, everybody has a Converge story. If you go to Massachusetts, yeah. everybody went to school with like Jacob Bannon's cousin, or everybody saw their first show, or you know, or or yeah. they all have some little you know, bumped into them in the street or whatever. I mean, if you're like 
conscious of the scene they're in as well. Oh yeah, it's not just it's not just you're into any Boston band. You find these guys. It's definitely yeah the, the statement of the scene they're in. And Converge are like the they're kind of the love child of metal and hardcore, yeah. and they are kind of the only band that you will find love like unanimous love from both of those scenes. Yeah, if that makes sense. Because m- most punk hardcore people don't touch metal with a 10 foot pole and yeah. vice versa you know but this but, band is just crazy enough to yeah it's not just crazy enough it's far beyond crazy but and they're relentlessly authentic as well that you uh-huh. like their pa- genuine passion and sort of earnest musicianship has never been questioned like they are mm-hmm. they are kind of the perfect ambassadors for both worlds yeah it's it's they're pretty jarring in that respect yeah i think that's fair yeah and that doesn't mean that i you know i think they're a band that are kind of hard to love as well like it's their music is difficult is that fair to say also oh it's very very difficult very challenging Mm. even for me Mm. who's gone far beyond yeah like i i adore the first dillinger escape plan album Mm. and this and their converges career is hard for me to get with yeah like i i i've definitely uh, just because of how respected they are and stuff like that i i've i mean there's certain songs that i would always pick out and go like that's you know dark horse of Axe to Fall and there's yeah. certain songs of Jane Doe as well that I would go back to certain songs almost all songs from Jane Doe for me are well like yeah winners. Jane Doe is, is fantastic yeah. like they're, they you know they, they do put out consistently quality records but that being said like they are rarely a band that I would reach for just mm-hmm. because they were they demand your full and undivided attention to appreciate what they do because it's yeah. so dense you yeah, know you gotta be very amped up yeah so to speak to it's get like to yeah like it's really really multi it's like la- multi-layered wall of sound hyper aggressive um quite uh, melancholic o- o- oftentimes it's like it's sort of mm-hmm. pin bo- pinwheels between melancholy and like intense aggression yeah um, the, ag- the aggressive parts are not always intentional in the lyrics mm. but in the presentation of his vocals which are throat tearing as yeah, he, as yeah, he stated Jacob before yes, he, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he, he pukes up blood from his vocals that's yeah that's been a thing yeah, <laughs> I don't but, know how he does it nine albums in but they it's they were on nuts. Song Exploder um, a couple of years ago with Dark Horse yes. and they I, I don't know one of the guys I think it was Kurt Ballou described Jacob's voice as like he has two settings one is like demon and the other is you know the bowels of hell have literally opened up and unleashed you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. like it, he, it he, sounds very human though <laughs> like it doesn't sound yeah. like fucking cool, fucking um, a monomarth or like Randy Showbo- Blythe or something yeah, yeah it, 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 it do- sounds human yeah, he does. And I think, and, and, and I suppose maybe let's kick off because there's so much to pick through on this album, but vocally, yeah. do, do you notice a change from previous Converge releases? Yeah. Um, it's almost this album as a whole is a lot more easier to get with. It, yeah. It, especially, even in the vocals as well. Mm. Because um, there's a lot of songs to split up um, the constant. mm um, tenacity that his vocals usually have yeah it's weird to hear I mean like we kind of all saw it coming because Where Your Wounds Jacob's solo yeah. record came out earlier this year which was super chilled so I think we kind of expected there to be a yeah. more ballady aspect to the next Converge album in some shape or form and with the Dusk and Us and Thousands of Miles Between Us we get that we get we get Converge ballads which is kind of cool Yeah. so um, this album starts off really cool yeah it does it doesn't start off like a hardcore record at all It it's it's almost um Reminds me of some J-metal bands, Japanese metal bands I like. That yeah. have a very, a very catchy hook in the guitar. Yeah. And then just like absolute trebly Mike Patton screaming to yeah, close that a, off. It's a, sing, a single tear, super like 
super reminds me, and I, I had to Google this just to make sure that I wasn't alone and a crazy person. Really reminds me of Horse the Band. And, sure, yeah. and in the vocal but also in the, the music like it almost sounds like a horse to band song minus the synths yeah. um, and I also got that on um, what other song was it now Merc and Marrow but I think I think it's it's something Definitely. that Jamie uh, that not sorry that um, Jacob Bannon hasn't done with his voice before where he kind of he does that sort of talk screaming that Nathan from Horse the Band does which yeah. it just makes it it's a super distinctive thing and um, it, I'm not complaining I absolutely love Horse the Band so I was happy yeah. to hear it in Converge no I, I love it it's um, yeah there's a lot more weight to understanding what he's trying to get across yeah because it's always more intelligible and it also adds another string to the bow in terms of the vocals it's yeah, it, not get, just... it, get, it gets your attention mm. and you start to listen to the whole band included as well mm-hmm. yeah I agree um and that first that, that that's such a great opening track a single tier yeah because it's because the lyrics is so simplistic it's just easy to get behind quick mm. it doesn't it doesn't require like the intense reading that you need to do with a lot of uh, converged stuff which is cool um and then yeah so i think we probably agree it starts strong what where, where do you think it went after that um i think i think it continues it off very mm. well but but it, it it jumps around in terms of yeah. song style quite a bit yeah because then we go kind of, well, then we go, I think it goes very, very hard after a single tier. Yeah. Um, un, until the first kind of break. Dusk in Us. Yeah. I believe. Which is, which is the first ballad. But like, un, Under Duress was the first single. And I think that mm. one has actually grown on me quite a bit. Yeah. You know, you kind mm. of learn, I think it all sounds like it's one big ball of white hot noise at the start. But then you start to pick out the melodies yeah. and stuff. And Under Duress has that chorus, which... Mm. With that, you know, it's at least it's got tones in it, so you can kind of latch yeah. your brain onto it. Yeah, like if you're jumping off mm. Code Orange's last adventure, this would be a comfy realm to step into. Yeah, I think this. I think this is a little bit more opaque than uh, Code Orange was, but yeah, definitely the heavier stuff on Code Orange is owes a lot to Converge. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah, percent. Um, I think I can tell you about Pain is another is another nice middle ground song. Great guitar on that. Yeah, like really good guitar. Really, really cool. Um, yeah, and they and they definitely lean heavier on the hardcore. Would you agree on this album? They don't. There's not as much of the metal stuff. Yeah, and some of the metal stuff can flow into doom metal. Like the yeah. Dusk and Us is almost a tribute to typo negative in style mm. with its with its bombastic um, apocalyptic sound. And yeah, and, the un- and they're kind of unapologetically melodic as well. The Dusk and Us and Thousands of Miles, like yeah. they have these these uh, movements, like these musical movements that yeah. are super super melodic, which which is cool to hear because it's not something that we often get with Converge, and it's probably also influenced a little bit by the Gothenburg stuff that they all are into. You yeah, know, yeah. like the kind of slower Gothenburg That's stuff. Um, and then obviously trigger is the is the is the curveball. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fun one. It's almost like Converge does funk or something. Yeah, really strange. Yeah, um, I like it though. Yeah, I really do like it. Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah, um, Cannibals is pretty cool. It, that's definitely like like the nth degree of how heavy they can. Yeah, get Cannibals on is like their grindcore track. Yeah, Cannibals is just like and thousands of miles between <laughs> us. It's almost like. <laughs> Oh, there's say? Celine Dion it is <laughs> <laughs> like converge, I would walk yeah. a thousand miles yeah yeah, converge. yeah. Mer- yeah Merc and Marrow again I think I think for me just it, it tips a bit too close to, to horsey horsey the bandy territory for me I think it's a bit like on the nose um, but I, I think they, they balance those things really That's well in a single tier it's still a lot of fun yeah it's, still, it's still fun um, is there is there anywhere where they kind of lose you at all on the album oh, oh no, no, <laughs> no there no. really isn't I mean like 
you, you can't lose yeah. your focus with this kind of album. Yeah. I think Arkhipov, Cla- uh, if that's how it's pronounced, Arkhipov Cam, is, it uh, washes over me a wee bit. And a Wildlife, I, I kind of Okay, haven't... Wildlife, yeah, I agree. Well, I think Wildlife is a weird one, though, because it, it always sticks out to me. It's all, it, it doesn't doesn't pass mm. me by, but it's got this production where... Kerpalu is the mm. guitarist, but he's also the producer, yeah. and he's produced Chelsea Wolfe, and he's produced yeah. loads of albums recently. Um, it's more. What, what, who was the other band before I? Uh, uh, shit, what's the uh, name of that band? That the kind of uh, really intense death hardcore band. Oh, I can't remember. Can't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. think. I'll think. But of them. still, um, I'll think of them. Yeah, it, it, it sounds almost as mainstream as they get. Yeah, like, this is as record friendly or. Uh, you know, um, as radio friendly as they can get. I mean. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because it's 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 like it's all this kind of guitar hero like arpeggios and stuff like that it's, with with very little bass underneath, which I found weird. It kind of comes full circle by the end. Yeah, but yeah. The production def- style is definitely very that a monomorph kind of arpeggio appreciated. Yeah, like kind of two guitars going bits, at the same time. Um, absolutely, but not enough to piss me off. No, 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 no. And actually, this one really rewards good sa- like cer- certain albums. It doesn't matter, but <laughs> this one really rewards good sound equipment. Because yeah. it's been recorded well, but it doesn't necessarily translate over yeah, to a, every system. Yeah, it's it's a little more tinny. Mm. Um, for example, the speakers I have there, small headset speakers, are not very good for it. You need something with enough to take out the bass. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. You need you, you need something where you can really that can really articulate the bass because it's not it's not very high in the mix. Yes, um, and and but the production for it is great. Like it's yeah. very clear and. Uh, um, jingly and it's it has the thump that a bass needs absolutely yeah. um, new string smell as i say i need to yeah. I, i'm sorry but this is gonna oh um he actually produced uh, oathbreaker oh as well and, they're, they're and every time yeah. i die which is the other um yeah. kerpaloo also produces every time i die who i think are for me like the main touch point on this album okay um i hear loads of low teens that makes sense on this uh that totally makes sense and because this wouldn't necessarily be my world like I it is, I love metal and I like a lot of hardcore but this the way that Converge mixed them mm-hmm. wouldn't normally be what I go for so it's you know so every time I die would be the main one that I yeah. that I'm a huge fan of um, Trap Them was the band I was thinking okay. of Trap Them okay, and Nails yeah. that makes sense Nails especially yeah. makes sense. so I think I think what Kurt, Kurt Ballou tends to do is he produces bands that he's fa- a fan of <laughs> um, and yeah. so we can hear a lot of that on this album yeah. or vice versa <laughs> yeah. yeah it's great it, it, I I love this. It was quite a surprise from the usual converge. Yeah, said it was a, it was it was a return to form, definitely. Um, Did you not all we love we leave behind or whatever you weren't a huge fan of? No, not no. Not, not 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 entirely. I love the other ones. The other ones are yeah. always high on on, on arrival. Um, but that one was that one never never caught me. Yeah, um, I haven't I haven't given it the time of day to be honest with you too much. I I, I think Axe to Fall is probably my favorite one actually. Okay. But yeah. um, yeah, they're good. They're a good band, and, and and yeah, this is a really good album. I don't know if if it's one that's going to be, net, you know, super high on my top twenty, but it's one that I you know I've enjoyed getting to know, and I'll probably go back to. So yeah, it's a little uh, bit. yeah, favorite track, favorite track, uh, first one. Yep. Yeah. Single tier. Um, and mix between like the dusk and us. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm gonna back you though. So single tier is definitely my is my standout. I think it's a great great track. Yeah. Um, and then score to ten. Oh, uh, eight, eight. Yeah, I'll give it an eight too. Eight, yeah, eight. it's definitely it's well, really well put together, and uh, I think it will reward mm. even further upon because every time I listen to it, I got something more out of it. So, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, love it. Yeah. What, a, what an accomplishment! And I think it's safe to say better than anything on Where Your Wounds. Oh yeah, um, I wasn't a huge fan of that at all. 
at moments I was, but it required a lot more patience. Patience. Mm, yeah. But hey. So we're glad you're back, Jacob Bannon. Um, we're glad you're back in conversion. You insane, insane <laughs> man, you. Yeah. Okie doke. So let's move on. Um, this is our last new release of the week. Yeah, from a little supergroup. Yeah, little supergroup. You got damn right. Uh, Gold <laughs> Gold Key is the name of this yeah. of this band. And it contains members of, correct me if I'm wrong, Gallows. Gallows, yeah, the guitarist. Sixth. Uh, yeah, bass and six, sixth. Nervous, bass. the drummer. Yeah. And then is the singer, or the singer's just his own dude? Oh, he's from a band. I can't remember the band's name. I've never heard them before. Oh, okay, okay. But, they're, they're... but that's that's enough to qualify as a little bit of a super group. Yeah, yeah. And I will say off the bat that this does not sound anything like Gallows, Nervous, or Sixth. No, no, certainly uh, not. <laughs> um, yeah, so the name of the album is Hello Phantom, and the name of the band is Gold Key, in case you missed it. Um, it's it's a really interesting listen because it, oh, it it jumps all over the place it jumps it does yeah. but it always has a pretty clear throw line with the vocals you can get used to yeah I, I think uh, Steve the vocalist is one of I haven't been this flummoxed by one man having so many voices since the Kane Hill guy um, oh yeah, yeah. Because I've I I've I, I got, I've always known it was his voice, but just the styles he can go through. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down so many artists that he reminded me of that I nearly Every, kind of everything everything. There's I did. Yeah, there's er, a bit early of that. on. There's a bit of that. Elbow. Oh. Uh, Tom York from Radiohead. Muse. Yeah. Modest Mouse. Yeah. The guy from Minus the Bear. I think is a little bit of <sighs> Liam Gallagher kind of drawl in his voice sometimes. So a lot of English stuff. A lot of English stuff. It, it's actually all English stuff, pretty much. Um, um, you know, so yeah, he's almost like he almost he's, he almost has like a Brit rock kind of singing voice most of the time, but then he can go full bellow and do like a Jamie Lenman thing. Mm. You know, you know when Jamie Lenman's going hard, he yeah. when he goes hard, that's kind of what you get. So it's cool. It's really cool to hear so much variety in, in one sort yeah. of performer. Like, um, I think it's either Hello Phantom or The Shape, where mm. at the end of it, the last third, it gives you something totally different which is what you get for the rest of the album which is a huge crunchy guitar yeah. sounds which just appear <laughs> like you get that yeah that kind of 100 reasons Sushio Para style it's literally like here's a new chorus. element yeah. in our album yeah 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 because yeah. Yeah, the that's, guitars don't explode really un- until um, it, until the end of the shape is it or, or until kerosene yeah I find that interesting mm, it's yeah. really cool yeah. um, because yeah because what this uh, the, the sound of this album I suppose is like um, swirling dark but still chilled out alternative rock mm-hmm. you yeah. know like uh, yeah I think I think the first it's couple of tracks yeah. remind me of like a an evil elbow <laughs> <laughs> better a better elbow or, or a, be- a better elbow yeah um, with like you know with Circle the Moon and stuff um but and then that bringing us through to like even a sort of God as an astronauty type vibe and the shape, mm. um, but it's all very blissed out in a cool yeah. in a really cool way. Yeah, and then and, and then there's a flip side to that coin. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Which is songs like uh, Kerosene, yeah, Hatch, Hatches Down are so catchy and so huge. Yeah, um, Hatches Down has a real kind of brand new vibe to it. I think. Yeah, yeah, very, like, very like cat- science fiction, yeah. brand new, very catchy with every single instrument included. Mm including the vocals, um, memorable. This album is actually really memorable. That surprised me. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's really memorable. I think, I think the most memorable moment of the whole album is that riff on Crab Traps, which, which the thing that it, yeah, yeah. the thing that it brought to mind, which I never expected to hear on an album we review in this podcast was that era of 
really catchy melody led like 90s dance you know what I'm, the oh, one I'm talking I, about I like do, I you, do. You, I, 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 like kind of the Darude Sandstorms or the <laughs> like that song King My Castle or whatever they used to, they all, or even like a Prodigy or whatever they always yeah. have like this one piano hook that they would they would build a song around and that that guitar riff that repeats it it almost has that weird late 90s trance vibe to it which I thought was so cool yeah mix mix with your kind of battle style math rock yeah it turns into an underground almost a hardcore rock fan at some points yeah interesting and then the last track Fall Through the Middle is something totally different again it's like is that that's not a cover is it because I've heard that chorus I don't I've think heard the a, ho- I've heard the vocal hook of the chorus. I've da, 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 da. No, it's it's no. not seal. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's just sick. <laughs> I was like, no way, never gonna survive. Uh, I think it might just be a common enough. Um, we'll look at it. I think that might just be a common enough because um, uh, vocal melody. Because the the main riff of the song sounds like somebody planted the horse lips in the middle of the Gobi Desert or something. Yeah, it's, you it's know? not. It's not patient. It's like Derek Doom meets uh, Marrakesh. Yeah. So so that that has to be original, yeah. you know. But like, oh, the the creative hooks in in kerosene that just mm. make it. Almost my song of the year by just kind of... Kerosene, really? Kerosene and uh, freaking Hatches Down. Hatches it's, Down it's got is me wonderful. I love Kerosene, but I have to say, I think the only major misfire on this album is the it, is the decision to put the drums in the left speaker and the bass well, in the right on Kerosene. It's super jarring. Yeah, it's very it's it's interesting, and that's what got me. It, I, it seems like more of the radio um, grab song. No, and I, I think it's really, really good. I just yeah. it's 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 actually purely a technical fault. I'm like, it just you know, you know when know you listen to early you know when you listen to early stereo recordings before yeah. they really had proper stereo like the Beatles and stuff, and they would throw Ringo into the mm-hmm. left speaker. I yeah. it just I always think drums need to be centered. Well, that's just a production yeah. question. Well, th- this this makes it sound a lot more Brit rock. Yeah, yeah, it does. A lot it more does. pulp meets prodigy meets oh just yeah. weird weird and then I never sounds. expected again like bands that I hadn't thought about for years on, on Juvenoia which is definitely they're like oi oi this one's for the people That's and cl- I, I think it's, it's close, great it's close to that yeah but I think no but, I, but in a really good way and yeah. not, not it doesn't reflect the cheesy aspects of these bands but it, it kind of reminded me of, like Gomez or even Hardfi Hard when they yeah. did Stars of CCTV because it's got the acoustic guitars going yeah. and the little sort of twanging yeah great uh, bound to be good fun live you know? loads of fun and I think the lyrics are, are you know really funny like you know kids don't know they're born these days yeah. and these, these meddling kids you know yeah. they don't so, know what they're doing and I think yeah, it's the great li- yeah the lyrics are pretty sinister at parts yeah but it's to, to compliment the yeah the album cover compliments the lyrics very well I think yeah the album yeah. cover is really dark it's like yeah. kind of got like KKK vibes yeah weird phantoms yeah, like yeah, like these dark hooded figures, a, a, a massive overseeing yeah. a, a burning village. But yeah. I like that because it kind of reflects the darkness on the album, you know. Yeah. Um, very cool. There's just so much to dig into, you know. Yeah. Not um, even not even done reviewing this personally, but yeah, here we are. No, we're not at oh. all. Uh, even explode. We haven't talked about it, which has like an industrial vibe to it. It does. It does. Which is which is not found elsewhere on the album. Yeah. Um, which is really really cool. Adventures so far into the British rock scene mm. I don't know where it lands I don't know if that's a fault or if that's the intent I think it lands in a similar space to Minus the Bear where it's, it, it's not a heavy album well, it, but a, it has heaviness yeah it, 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 it is and it seems like a super um, a super group mm. going like here are all this here's all the stuff we like in yeah. one album let's just do it because it does need to be cohesive 
Totally. Yeah, maybe. May, yeah, maybe it's, it's got. Maybe it's kind of yeah in that similar vein of like draft tone orchestra. Gone is gone. Where they're like that's 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 a good comparison. Where they're plopping it all out on the table. They're going like, here you go. Here are eleven or twelve yeah. like really cohesive, but maybe slightly unrelated tracks. Yeah, it's what makes this album a lot more fun than mm. your regular venture into. I don't know. Yeah, I think with supergroups, and I don't know if this is qualifies as a supergroup because you know maybe all these guys are just planning on doing this as their regular full time band job. But, I could see that. Um, uh, yeah, it, it does. It feels like there's fewer. They've placed fewer creative constraints on themselves, and I think it's the better for it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I'm. I'd be super interested to see where these guys go next. Mm. For most of the bands that we cover. Yeah. This year, especially. Yeah. No, I'd love. I'd love to see what they do next. I hope they do more. Uh, yeah, I do. Same yeah, with Giraffe Tongue. Soon. Because, yeah, and they, and they all, the, every member of the band gets, a, gets more than one moment to shine. Oh, there's so many flaunt, flauntier instrument moments. In yeah. This. Yeah. Like, even, even that, that beat in the shape, the, 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 the sort of mostly hi-hat beat on the drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so distinctive. And it's, yeah, it is nice to hear people taking a, taking a risk and taking a chance with, with a lot of the parts on this album because there's some really weird stuff in here, but it, a lot of it works. Yeah. The gamble pays off most of the oh, time. Oh, yeah, I'd be super proud of this album. Mm. Definitely. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this to the podcast, actually. Yeah, Because yeah, cool. I don't think this would have been on my radar otherwise. Yeah, God bless fucking uh, Spotify to update <laughs> me with this because I knew the bands... I knew they weren't really going anywhere. I was yeah. Like, oh, here's what they were doing. Yeah. Really cool. I'm going to go back to this. Um, and you may well hear about it again yeah. in a couple of weeks' time. Possibly. Sweet. That's interesting. Favorite track? Favorite track? See, it's usually like, it's usually um, fucking hatches down. Mm. And then I listen to Kerosene. I'm like, no, it's Kerosene. <laughs> so mm. like, hatches down. Cool. Crab traps. Nice. Do you want to give it a score out of 10? Mm. Wrap this turkey that's up a, in a bow? That, that's a tough one. Mm. That's, that's a tough one. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Nine. Nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll give this an eight. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Think so. In a very rare turn of events, Donald has given an album Dylan brought to the podcast a higher score than Dylan. It takes a lot to be in that. It, it, it absolutely does. <laughs> it does, and this is so close to being that. No, no, I'm, I'm not criticizing you. I'm just saying it's it's interesting. I I, I guess it's just really yeah. struck a chord with me. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. And I I did tee the band up as well. That I'm talking about the album, so hopefully they're listening. Um. Okay. Great. So that was. Uh, I would. I think it, it may possibly have been our highest average score for one week. Yeah. Um, since early on. Yeah. That was three. Just like uh, three great albums. Ah. Uh, while she sleeps, I think was the last time we had yeah. that stuff this high. Yeah, so uh, I think all of the albums this week are worth your time. So now go check for them out. Now something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> now we step into the say. world of white women. Uh, this mm. is a 2014 album by <laughs> Sounded Chromio. A bit like Trump. There. Yeah, yeah, white yeah. White women. <laughs> They're all beautiful, beautiful, beautiful women. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. So uh, where to begin with Chromio? There, I think the headline with them is that it's a beautiful partnering of a Jew and an Arab yeah <laughs> you know, they make no bones about that I think it's a no w- they, they flaunt that I think it's wonderful pride. that like that these two uh, historically sort of uh, what would you say antagonistic cultures yes. can be brought together an arduous the, journey of religions yeah. that copy each other but that hey. can be brought together under the umbrella of disco yes disco funk yeah everything I mean, yeah. Gosh. Where where does Chromio sit genre wise? I would say it's I would it's like I would call it future disco. Yeah, um, just off the cuffs of like Daft Punk and yeah. that era. I think 
there wouldn't be a Chromio without Daft Punk. Yeah, or it's like Disco no? meets Electro House. No, yep. there certainly wouldn't be a Chromio without. I think Chic that, meets Chromio meets. Oh, mm, it's there. And I, I think the crowning jewel, not to, as a, <laughs> not to mm-hmm. spunk it all in one go, but I think the crowning jewel, but also the perfect example of where they've come from musically on this album is uh, "Fall Back to You." Or, or fall, fall to you is that Ex- what it's? explain to the people what that song is uh, like yeah so that song is was my introduction to Chromio and I still think it's Fall Back to you I think it's one of the I think it's one of the best songs of the last 10 years actually yeah. this is their fourth uh, their fourth album this is their fourth right? album I think yeah fourth or fifth they started in the early 2000s with yeah. testing out kind of the sound and I, I don't really count the first album as an album okay um, but so then it's yeah well it's their fourth yeah. Um, yeah. Fall Back to You just has everything that you want from a modern disco song. It has the the, the stabbing strings, the bah, 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 bah. it has the vocoder, you know, the the vocoder or the talk box mm-hmm. um, guitar solo at the end. Yeah. You know, like your got it got that section in it. Yeah. It's got an incredible beat. It's got a great melody, incredible chorus. It's got it's got a big electronic break towards the end a huge build up that releases in this incredible climactic section at the end it's you can dance to it it's well written a bit of sax incredible sax solo Mm. I forgot about that yeah oh it's the best part oh man and it's quite long I think it's about six minutes long or something but uh it's yeah, it's it's just under six minutes, mm-hmm. and it just packs in every single trope done to the best possible standard of disco and electro house. Yeah, uh, for me, it, my introduction to this band was uh, old forty fives. No, 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 fancy footwork from oh, um, cool, some of the old albums. Yeah, and how, I, I how, saw the video of it, and these guys were like, they're super sexy, mm. super good at what they do, and they make fun of themselves mm. because they are inherently very nerdy, right? By what they do. And how they've come about. Yeah, yeah, It seems like a very niche, geeky thing to do, you know? Yeah, no, it is, it is. And I think, I think they, most of the time they're on the right side of the line in terms of like being self-deprecating and not taking themselves too seriously. Um, I think that they're, because I would have listened to this album to death. I'll be honest with you, I don't know much else by Chromio. I like their new song, Juice, I think it's great. Yeah. But I don't know Fancy Footwork and I don't really know Business Casual or the previous one. Yeah. So I don't know how this stacks up in comparison, mm-hmm. but I think most of the time, brilliant. I think some of the time, the lyrical inclinations are a little problematic. <laughs> and a little, I mean, this is kind of like what we would be speaking about with um, Warren G or whatever, but like, oh. and I know this is a more wink and a nod, tongue in cheek version, it but it totally is. It is. So well, I, I excuse that automatically. Yeah. Almost. I, I still think they don't I don't I still don't think the joke is strong enough in certain points of this album to warrant how sort of but it does it doesn't need to be yeah because they're just so damn cool they are I know I know and I let that slide so I think and it's only on it's really only on sexy socialite and like over your shoulder that I go oh that's not great not a bit of a um, frequent flyer frequent flyer doesn't bother me no <laughs> most no honestly honestly the vast majority of the album I think it hits it's pitch perfect yeah. like fall back to you is, is perfect even even hard to say no is great you know yeah, frequent flyer has like a chorus kind of with the weather girls kind of back yeah. vocals but I, I just think when they trot Robin out to basically not even sing to sort of like talk I just think it's a bit weird there's a few weird guest appearances on this there are, yeah. uh, I think Robin is kind of strange and but then on the other side of the coin, I think uh, Lost on the Way Home with Solange, yeah. Beyonce's uh, sister. Oh, yeah, Not yeah. Um, Genius. Tori Moy and Come Alive as well. Yep, great Sing, song. Singing the second verse. That's yep. cool. Yeah, so good. 
Uh, and then there's a few uncredited guests as well, like on... Um, oh? I think... I think it's on over your shoulder there's a guest, but I, I can't remember exactly um, because they're not credited, but uh, no. nice little spot as well. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think, you know, it's it's it's... It's just got it hits. It does hit all yeah. the marks. Well, 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 let's start from the start then, because we still have a bit. <laughs> Absolutely, a jealous. Yeah, is the yeah. radio one, the radio hit. Mm. That one. I don't know. What, what do you think it's about great. that? No, it's yeah. it's br- yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. And yeah. it's got that, that, that fantastic you, you really know what baseline. You really know what you're getting into. Yeah. When you hear that song. Yeah, it's a great way to start the album because it does it does set the tone yeah. pretty much from beginning to mm-hmm. end. And it's got that chorus, which is just brilliant, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it and it sets out their lyrical philosophy quite well as well, which is like... Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's fun. You know? They incorporate their... Vi- I'm going to state it. They incorporate their videos very well into yeah. their style as well. Yeah just hilarious it's kind of like the way you'll enjoy Tenacious D a lot more if you see their videos mm. and stuff like that yeah like the humour is visual as well yeah and do they do they swap the vocals over every other song or whatever not entirely no no I think I think it's all um, fuck what's the main the main guy um, can't remember his name oh they, they only one of them sings yeah the guy who does the talk box does most of the synth work oh okay oh yeah okay 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 and he does most of the he does a lot of the funk guitar work and Cool. A few occasional synths, mm. but yeah, that's how it, that's how it works in this band. Very it's a, good, it's a two piece. Very very good. And then and then you get then you get over your shoulder, which I suppose, as I say, I, I I'm not in love with the lyrics, although I do love when uh, the chorus, which is "Stop looking over your shoulder," because it was up to me. <laughs> they managed to squeeze about five more syllables than they should into a, a tiny little space. Yeah, there. Uh, it's very reminiscent of Michael Jackson. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That one is quite yeah. <laughs> And, uh, then, and then also that line where he's like, Prince. back in 2011. <laughs> it's Prince. It's totally Prince. <laughs> Very Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's cool. The, yeah, there's a lot of that on this as well. Yeah, sexy Socialite is fun. That's a fun lyrically as well. Yeah. I find that just hilarious. Yeah, that's 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 when Robin yeah. uh, drops in to Talk- say hi. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and just deny being a sexy socialite. Yes, yes. You, you are trashy. Appreciate your trashiness. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and Lost in the Way Home, I think, is one of the absolute highlights. It's it's just such a great song, yeah. and I think it's a great. It's one of the really really good examples of a guest spot done well. Yeah, you know, because when Solange kind of comes in, it's just at the right time, and mm-hmm. she's not overused, but she just and even her backing vocals that she contributes are great. Yeah, def that definitely reminds me of the most of the nineties. That song. Yeah, it's a lot of that, but with a little bit more self awareness or something, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, really, really that's a, like that's that. That's a beautiful song. Very, very, very nostalgic in all the best ways. I think. Yeah, and a lo- and a great yeah. middle eight section where the chord patterns just change subtly, but it yeah, it, it makes sounds all the it difference. sounds bittersweet. It's 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 cool. It's a different side of them. Yeah, and it's not just them chasing tail. Yeah, which is nice, yeah. you know, because I think that you know, that like that is one theme they do hammer into the ground a bit. So it's it's nice to hear them. Yeah, kind I mean, of it, exploring it, different avenues. It, it kind of reminds me of um, you kind of know Ninja Sex Party, um, mm. uh, um, and their their whole spiel is like they chase tail so much, but they're so bad at it. Mm. That's it's kind of the the stick. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
like they're massive womanizers who are not good at their job. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I hear you. Just uh, as an aside, did you hear um, about Maroon 5's new album? It's called Red Pill Blues. Oh, God. And they have, n- they apparently had no idea what red pilling was or like what the red pill community is. And so they've come under massive amounts of fire. They've nearly had to like withdraw their new album <laughs> because of the men's rights activism yeah, community. Good, uh, good. Well, <laughs> which I just think is so funny because Google the name of your album before you release it, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm sure Chromeo something. <laughs> Chromeo at least know who white women are. Don't just watch the Matrix and think it's all. Oh, that was that's a bad idea, guys. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think yeah, I think uh, moving on. I think um, th- hard to say no is a little. It's it's a bit uh, plinky plonky for me. It's kind play of the fool. That, what do you think about that? that, that play the fool. Uh, I can't call to mind at the moment. Um, the, it sounds like kind of the um, like kind of news broadcasting kind of oh yeah oh yeah, yeah i know yeah. the one it's yeah, got, i actually it, like that i like it's that, got yeah. some pretty cool funk and great chorus to it yeah oh, very summary this is a very summary album actually no the whole thing is super summary and i would mostly listen to this during the summer it feels weird to be listening to it with a scarf on oh yeah um, um but uh yeah no it's 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 uh it's really cool okay. old 45s was the i think the second or third single and that's one of the absolute highlights. Yeah, it's the, just the interlude. Ed's interlude. I'm not too keen on. Yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah, I'll, it's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll take it or leave it. Um, but I, old 45s is right up there for me in this album. Mm. I just think it's it's mm-hmm. it's absolutely as far as slow to mid tempo bangers go. Yeah, it's one it, of the all time greats. If there was one song that came out this decade that encompassed three four decades back of music, yeah, it would be this song. That's actually not a bad. That's not a bad way to put it because mm-hmm. it does. It's something that anybody from sort of 1970 onwards could get their head around musically. Of pop music, like old yeah. school pop music, which was just you know it was just popular yeah. music. It wasn't dance, so to speak. It was just mm. kind of what was big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's but it's still got lots of modern elements and this like thumping, very satisfying bass beat. And I think the production on the whole on this album is like pretty much impeccable. Yeah. It just sounds massive. It's full. It's so full. And yeah. It's so exciting at different points. Yeah. Um, something good. Something good is great. Something yeah. good is really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Something good is great. That's got that, it's got that, uh, that frenetic kind of, um, yeah. like that, yeah. that, that, that bass working triple time. Yeah. Uh, which is really, really cool. Freaking Flyer is a fun little break. Mm. It's weird. <laughs> it's very it's, it's an interesting song yeah 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 no yeah. it's it's it, it is strange but it, it to me like i'm just listening to it waiting for for uh fall back to you which is the as i said at the start sort of the crowning achievement of all <laughs> modern disco uh bands of the last like 30 years I yeah think it's yeah just it reminds me a lot of beautiful. it reminded me actually of a lot, a lot of the new daft punk album mm. that came out of your prior yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 it did. It did. I actually, I never thought about it that way. This did. This yeah. did come out after Random Access Memories. But I think this is embraces much more of the heritage that mm-hmm. Daft Punk were yeah. influenced by, yeah. and and old school Daft Punk that maybe was kicked to the wayside a little bit on Random Access Memories. Mm-hmm. This reminds me a lot. It reminds me a lot of Get Lucky with the um, vocal vo- vocoder solo at the end. Yeah, it's a lot like the, the one in this as well. The last uh, chorus. Yeah. Has that as well. Some really cool talk box solo. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Yeah, so with the talk box, talk box solo, you get what you get is a kick-ass guitar solo and also a really cool vocal solo at the same time. Yeah. Um, but I just love it. I just love that they don't 
They just don't give a fuck. They are gonna they'll do a massive sax solo followed by a massive talk box guitar solo, mm-hmm. and then and then give you another three minutes of song and it's all gold. Yeah. Um, so I think I think if you're gonna start anywhere, I think Fall Back to You is a place to start. And if you if you like that, then listen to the album because it's yeah old forty forty fives hard mm. to say no uh, uh, lost on the way home especially lost on the way home and and jealous yeah yeah I mean I think come I think, alive is good as well I, uh, come alive is really good too yeah I agree yeah just a really summary album and it brings me back exactly to that point in twenty fourteen like like yeah. no album does yeah like it it's so it's so um it's almost it's almost to it to my to a fault of memory that that mm. happens because I you know. I like that. Mo- I like that time, and I don't like that time. But I really loved finding yeah, this album I have a similar, out of that time. Yeah, no, actually, it's funny. I have a similar association as well because I was introduced to this by an ex, um, but yeah. who was like super that, into disco. Yeah, thanks, Chromio, for that kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, fault. even though I absolutely yeah. adore Chromio and, and Chic and everything like that, you know, you can't, I can't, can't help it. Yeah, it makes the album a lot better if if you get over um, if you get over a pain mm. of memory mm. many years later. Like that, that place becomes a lot, a lot more um, comforting to go to because yeah. of this music that comes from that era. Yeah, I agree. Which I think is the beauty of music these days as well. And yeah, in general. And I do think it's interesting how much attitudes can change in three years. Where like you kind of look back and it's it's almost like the curtain has been pulled away a little bit from certain lyrical themes and I'm not saying this is their intention or whatever but it's just like that we're all analysing stuff with such a magnifying glass now that stuff that I would never have batted an eyelid before I'm kind of going huh sexy I wonder so- if that woman socialite. does want to be objectified you sexy know I mean? socialite yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but but you know but the, any, anyway like as as you say th- these guys are as well aware of that oh, it's as intelli- anybody else it's intelligent dance funk yeah it really is yeah yeah even so, when it pretends not to be even when it pretends it not to be so um, I'm just uh I you know I mean my my favorite song is obviously Fall Back to You but what do you have a favorite track on this um, Lost on the Way Home Lost on the Way Home cool just that end part when it goes like yeah, half time yeah yeah and it's so sparse and reflective and oh the vocals the vocals that come in yeah so really good. really good stuff so. yeah if you're a fan of Solange and a lot of people are a big fan of hers so I think uh, especially because she was in the news recently with the whole don't touch my hair thing yeah oh um, yeah, yeah yeah you know so I think you know if you want to revisit some of her very best work Lost in the Way Home is a good place to start yeah but uh, yeah that's White Women by Chromio and I can assure you that we will be covering the new album when it comes out there's a single out already yeah. not yeah 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 uh, new single new video um, the, um, both the guys are wearing sh- wearing uh, skirts in it and it's hilarious and great it's very funny brilliant yeah okay as, as it always is well uh next week we're gonna have we've already got our our menu yeah. lined up for next week so there's loads of yeah. really big stuff um, coming possibly covering the milk teeth ep the new one uh yeah depending on when it comes out and we'll also have um you know we'll have the new evanescence album the new 36 crazy fist album and a few little surprises thrown in for good measure yeah okay so you can look forward <laughs> to that and i will also tell you how brand new in the to arena the God, arena yeah. was I'm enjoy, excited for that, that. <laughs> yeah Fun. the last brand new show in Ireland um, that's insane yeah so we'll see you then but in the meantime take care of yourselves see you guys <laughs> bye bye, bye.